This is the Intuitive Leadership Mastery Podcast. What would it take for you to double your profits and half your stress with your intuition? Learn how with your host, Michael Light. All right, so I'm here with Dan Norris, author of Seven Day Startup and latest book, Create or Hate. And uh, I'm intrigued about this uh, creating thing because I'm so interested in how we use our intuition to create things. Yep. And uh, tell us a bit about you know, how you came up with this create or hate. Yeah, so I guess um, I, I started thinking about like what had worked for me as an entrepreneur. And one of the things that I'd noticed was I, I, I tend to get a bit cynical when people, you know, tell people how to be successful and, and you know, they say, like, work hard and um, that kind of stuff, which really doesn't... Really, like, we're all working hard, and so if, if it was about working hard, we would all be successful, so it can't be... That can't be the blueprint yeah. um, to success. So I, I, I just... I started thinking about, like, the things I'd done that, uh, that other people hadn't done or that I hadn't done before... Um, that really I thought impact on my success and really all it came down to was just creating a lot more stuff than most people like I've created I don't know how many business probably 20 plus businesses and really only one or two worked mm. and um, I've created you know 500 plus blog posts and probably only I don't know under 20 or 30 have actually got real traction mm. so I, I, I so, so there was that happening and then I also heard a quote from Ricky Gervais which which was um it's better to create something that other people criticize than create nothing and criticize others. Mm. And that quote just start, just made me think like, the, the, it's easy now why, to get... why is that? Uh, it's better to create something yourself than criticize others? Uh, I think like he, he probably just said it out of frustration of just like having his stuff criticized. <laughs> um, okay. But for me, the way I read it was like, you can do one or the other. Like, you can be super mm. critical of everything. You can whinge about everything. You get on yeah. Facebook and say everything mm-hmm. that everyone else makes is shit. Yeah. Um, or you can just make a lot of stuff yourself and be grateful for all the stuff you have. Be grateful for the stuff that other people make mm-hmm. and have some empathy for the people that put time into making things, writing books, doing podcasts and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just saw that as like a, you know, you can be, be the hater or you can be the creator and, and both of them are in us. Yeah. And I think... But it's, you can't be both at the same time. Well, that that is something I didn't address in the book. I didn't want to talk about it in the book. Mm. I could talk about it if you want to. I think you probably can do both at the same time. But the point of the book was um, feed the creator and starve the hater. Mm-hmm. And as a result, create a lot more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like work, like launch the podcast you wanted to, to mm-hmm. launch, write the blog post you wanted to, to write, start the business. Um, stop being so critical of everything everyone else is doing and just mm-hmm. be um, grateful for the stuff mm-hmm. you have and, and create more stuff yourself. And, and I think you're much more likely to be successful. Mm. And that's because you partly, it's a numbers game. You just yeah. get far more things out there. You fail faster. Yeah. I also think you become a better person. Like, I think that mm. impacts your success. Like, I think mm-hmm. if you're constantly, like, whinging about what other people are creating and, like, mm-hmm. you're not grateful for it, you, you're missing opportunities. You're, you're probably just you're getting into this mindset that is just not the mindset that brings ideas to you. Yeah. Um, and so I think if you, if you become more grateful, if you can become the sort of person that, you know, is champion, championing creation mm-hmm. rather yeah. than like bagging it, yeah. then a lot more opportunities are going to come to you anyway. So, so yeah. Because you're going to champion your own creations. That, your own that mind, as well as... And as, other people will support you yeah, more if I, you support them. Yeah, other people and your own. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Mm. Now, I thought it was a pretty ballsy move when you put your, this dream you had in the first chapter. Uh, tell us a bit about this dream that inspired this book. Yeah, so the so I had the idea for the book already, and then I, and then I had this dream about I was just like a cartoon character, and I was walking around a canvas like putting my little red um, stick onto the canvas, painting different sections of it, mm. and then and opposing me was walking around, following me around, um, dabbing my canvas with a grey one. Sorry, sorry my what stick a with a grey. He was a bastard. But but I didn't realise at the time they were both me. And eventually, oh. so, so he he just kept doing it, and then all the colour went out of mine, and then I just stopped, stopped wow. on my creation. And then when I woke up, I kind of realised that, you know, like, they were both me. It was just a matter mm-hmm. of which one I was giving the attention to. Mm. And, I, and then I, I don't know why I put it as the first story in the book. I just kind of... I didn't have a better idea of what to put in there, and I thought it's going to be very different for my audience to read that mm-hmm. um, compared to reading this. Like my audience, have only, I've only ever done business books, yeah, and I've never mentioned creativity or empathy or gratitude or any of these concepts that are in this book. But I've mm-hmm. been heavily influenced by my girlfriend, um, who's into all this stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I thought it'd be a cool way to put that in the, bo- the book and set the tone. Yeah, no, I thought it was a great move. And it helped connect with your intuitive side, your creative side. Yeah. I had, I had some people, like I had some person snap me on Snapchat and said, like, why did you put that at the start of the book? And then I replied and just said, because I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> it's my book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And how's this book done? It's been out for two weeks now. Yeah. It's, it's been really cool. So we did, look, we did like a free giveaway for the first week. We had just under 12,000 downloads. Wow. Um, after it went to paid on Amazon, we were up to about 120 reviews on Amazon, um, mm-hmm. averaging I think 4.9 stars and ranking either one or two in creativity and innovation. And mm-hmm. it was in the startups ranking, a bunch of categories. It's got to number one, which is, yeah, super exciting. It's a really small book, so it's not like your traditional book. Mm-hmm. But um, the other thing that is exciting about it is like people are actually creating things. Yeah. Like the whole point of the book was like, read this book as fast as you can. That's why it's short. And it hopefully will give you a burst of inspiration to just go and make something. Mm. And that has happened. Like, I've, I've, people have made T-shirts and pillowcases with Creator Hate branding on it. Like, one lady mm-hmm. made a necklace. One mm-hmm. lady started a book and started a blog. Um, another person started a podcast. So, I know people actually doing real things as a result, which is, like, yeah. the ultimate, I guess, indicator that something has worked. Yeah. And do you get joy from seeing people create stuff from your books? Yeah. I mean, that's really the only... I think like the analytics and stuff, because my brain works that way, I get excited about the line charts and the numbers and the conversions yeah. and the rankings and stuff. But yeah. really like with the seven day startup book, the ultimate like telling that that book had an impact is there's, there's people who've started seven figure businesses that read the book and started the business after that. Mm-hmm. And there's people like Bean Ninjas is sponsoring this conference started after reading that book. Mm-hmm. And they're a six figure business that everyone in this community has heard about. And there's heaps of examples for that. And so... The, the book sales are great, but the actual action, like the real mm-hmm. action, proof that people actually change something as a result, like that's, mm-hmm. that's the ultimate kind of motivator, I think. Yeah, making a change in the world, making a difference. I yeah. think that's a big motivator for a lot of us. Yeah. So how much of this, you know, when you're writing a book, how much of it is your logical brain and how much is the intuition and creative brain involved? It sounds like you've got both going on there. Um. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I think it's probably a combination of logic. Like, I, I do tend to analyze things. So, with the seven-day startup, I'm like, well, okay, well, how do I break this down? Like, how do we, what do we do on day one? What do we do on mm-hmm. two, day two? Yeah. Um, but then I also weave a story into it because mm-hmm. I personally can't read a book unless it's got some sort of story 
or multiple stories in it, I just mm. get bored um, yeah. and put it down. So I always weave my story into it. Sometimes other stories, like Content Machine, I had a bunch of case studies from other people and told their stories as well because mm-hmm. um, kind of got sick of just talking about myself yeah. all the time. But yeah, so partly, partly logical and I guess cr- creative, you could call it, and um, partly uh, storytelling, I think, is, is how I go about it. That, that's what works for me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, with this create or hate, was that an inspiration you had? Or you yeah, there's really, it? yeah, there's really, yeah, there's really came out of nowhere. Yeah, or? and just yeah. flowed out like, like I, it took me three days to write, which mm. pisses a lot of people off who have spent years <laughs> writing books and I put them out. Um, but it just really, like, I just, I guess just you really, took you took your own medicine from the book that you just had to get it out. I had to, yeah, and so so I set myself a deadline, which turned out to be like I needed to write ten thousand words. The, the, the two-thirds of the book on the day before the deadline I'd set because wow. I said I'll have the first draft at the end of my seven-day startup challenge and I was on mm. day six and I wrote the first draft, had it done the next day and once that was done, it, like I knew it was going to be published. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, really, like, for, I don't know why like that book, I just, I felt like I, re- like I really wanted to write it because mm-hmm. um, I know that's such a huge thing, probably a bunch of reasons. One is I know it's such a huge thing for entrepreneurs, like they mm-hmm. just get stuck. Yeah, and there's never any logic to it. Like it's it's all in the head. Yeah, and if there's something that you can can get you out of that, like um, I wanted I wanted to ha- have that book, um, and yeah, and also I just thought it'd be a cool topic for me to write about. Like there wasn't really business. Yeah, like I hadn't written about that before, and and uh, actually there was three reasons. The other one is this book called Big Magic. Which have you read that? Uh, it's on Gilbert. my on my Kindle list. I know yeah. Liz Gilbert well. Yeah, so, so that book. I didn't even know who Liz Gilbert was. Oh, I just saw wow. that book in an airport or somewhere. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that looks cool. Yeah. Um, and I read that book and I was like, this is like the best book I've ever read. Like, I loved it. Yeah. And but What I, did you love about it? I just like, I love the stories. Um, I don't know. Like, I think with books, like, I'm not looking to get anything actionable out of books. Mm. I'm looking, I don't read that many books, but when I do read it, I'm really looking to, like, at the end, like, feel different about something or really get, I actually cried reading that book. Wow. When she told one of the stories. Yeah. Um, she's a great storyteller. She's very good. And and just, I mean, there's so much in that book just about, about like, re- re- reducing the pressure on yourself to create stuff. Mm. And, like, all like a lot of the messages in, the, in that book um, are, are sort of the messages I wanted to give to my audience. But mm-hmm. I, I knew a lot of my audience are not going to buy a pink book written by the author of Eat, Pray, Love because we're yeah. a bunch of dude online marketers for the most part. <laughs> um, and... A lot of people in my group do like the book, but I wanted to write like the, the self-funded software startup version of that book. Right. Um, and, and I mean, that's a very big task to take on, but, but it's just for my Well, and hers like, is a much longer book too. Yeah. Well, the other thing, there was also a couple of other books that I really liked that, that actually solved the problem that I'm trying to solve. And that mm-hmm. one was The War of Art and the other one was Steal Like an Artist. Mm. And, and they're very small. Yeah, and um, you know you can read it in an hour and a half, and if you're stuck on doing whatever you're doing, it'll define that for you, and mm-hmm. it'll give you the motivation, hopefully, to get unstuck and just publish something. Mm-hmm. And so I, I guess like those are the inspirations, and, and I, I, I thought it'd be really cool for like me to write one of those books. Like I thought it'd be fun yeah. to put out to my community. Yeah, well, it's turned out to be fun and it's taken off, so it's yeah. cool. So in you, I know you have several businesses going. I think you've got like three or four businesses right now. Yeah, too many. <laughs> too, <laughs> too many businesses, yeah. yes. So, I, you know, what role does intuition versus logic play in your, you know, your businesses? I think like 
for the most part, I'm pretty logical mm-hmm. for, my, for my businesses, but where I like really exercise, I guess, intuition or creativity is in the, the self-published stuff and my content. Mm-hmm. Like with that kind of stuff, like the Creator Hate book, for example, that's not, there's nothing really driving that other than me just, I, like I felt like writing that book. It's almost like the book wanted you to write yeah, it. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. That was a cool thing about, um, I, had, I had that story in there, which is a Wayne Dyer story who talked about that. Elizabeth mm-hmm. Gilbert talks about that really powerfully in her books. Yeah. Um, uh, Stephen Pressfield talks about that as well in interviews mm-hmm. and in his book. Like, just just like, like you get that feeling where you're like, I just, this, it, this needs to come out of me. Right. Um, I don't really get that with my other businesses because it, it's just logical. Mm. Um, but I get it with my content. I kind of get in the flow zone mm-hmm. and with my books. And that's, that's really the reason I write the books is because I enjoy the process of doing it. Mm. Um, so I think for the books, it's, it's almost 100% like there's not, there's not really any motivation to write the books other than like I feel like it, it wants to come out. Yeah. Um, so I'd say a hundred, or close to 100% intuition. <laughs> Business is probably not as much. Um, but, but I think like at the, at the early stage when you're like brainstorming ideas and stuff, probably, probably a lot more. But, mm-hmm. but once they get to the point where it's just like operational, sure. doing your job, maybe not as much. Yeah. But like when you created WP Curve, you did that in a week, right? Yeah. And some of that, I've got to believe, was creative spark and intuition as to what to do. Some of it was logic. Possibly, yeah. I think um, I think a lot of it, like with, with a new business in the situation where I was then, which was like I was desperate. Like I was, I was mm-hmm. desperate to start a business. I was going to have to mm-hmm. go back and get a job. I'd really a job? Do that. A job, yes. Oh. Yeah, I really didn't um, want that. Yeah. So um, that kind of came out of desperation. I guess I guess there was some intuition. Like I, I guess I had some in- intuition. I guess from my audience, some, and and there was a little bit of creativity in the business model because that mm-hmm. hadn't been done before, like the monthly yeah. unlimited thing. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I think at the the initial stages of businesses, that that is more present for me. Mm-hmm. Once once it becomes operational and it's kind of business as usual, like WP Curve. I'm not super involved in yeah. even Black Ops, the, the brewery I've got, like the first year I'm, I'm in there, like I'm thinking up all crazy ideas mm-hmm. and, and doing all of that, like thinking what's going to work and, you know, mm-hmm. being close with the community, trying to figure out like what's going to get traction. Mm. After it's all up and running and operational, I think that kind of tapers off a bit and, and I sort of become a little bit less interested. Yeah, you like creating and starting things. Yeah. And the same maybe with the books. You sounds like you like the writing process and the yeah. promotion, but then once the book's moving on, you, yeah, you I'm done. Of, I'm on to the next thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. So, uh, are there any other areas in your business that you use your intuition, like hiring, for yeah, example? Pro- yeah, probably hiring. I think that's something I probably have to work on. To be honest, I think th- there's mm. a lot of examples where I've where I've, I've it's a lesson I learned over and over again that like initial gut reactions are always right. Really? And, yeah, yeah. And we've, I, I keep making the mistake and I'm hoping to make the mistake less and less, but it, it happened, mm. it did happen recently when, when we made a hire mm-hmm. and, um, it just didn't feel like the right fit, but we did it anyway because he had the right experience uh. and I kind of knew it wasn't right, but you know, two months down the track, yeah, we had we had to get rid of him, find someone. How else. much did that cost you in I terms of the time you a spent lot. hiring them, any advertising, the two months that you invested in training them? Yeah, there's more than that too because the the job his job was to sell product and, and no, the no opportunity product cost got, got sold. So yeah. want to put a rough figure on all that? I, I don't want to. No, you don't want to. Well, <laughs> no, I don't want to think about it. We're just going to draw it out of you, Dan. You know, I'm just going to think north of 50k. You know? Um. 
Well, probably not. I mean, we dealt with it very quickly. It could have yeah. gone on a lot long, longer, but yeah. it would have it probably, I don't know, could be $10,000. Who knows? Uh, a lot more than it would have been if we had have just done the right well, thing. Well, how much of your time get, got spent on this hire? Yeah, well, it's, much, it's, it's, it's all the founders. It's their time. Yeah. It's, it's the opportunity cost of, of the yeah. job not getting done properly. It, it's also putting people through something that they shouldn't be put through. Yeah, it wasn't pleasant you know, for the guy. No, it wasn't And for him. the team members probably got a little disillusioned through yeah. the whole process. Yeah, yeah. I and think it, you're going to find if you've actually sat down, <laughs> I know you don't want to, no, no one wants to go to the dentist, but like, to. you're going to find it's north of 10K. Yeah, I'm, you're probably, probably well, right. Well north. You're probably right, you know, yeah. Two to three months of time out of the business, opportunity yeah. cost, direct hire cost. Yeah, you know. you're probably right. I try yeah. not to think about it. <laughs> well, I'm just encouraging you to listen to your gut. Next time you're thinking of not listening to your gut, yeah. you can say, oh, I'm going to write a check out for 10K. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a thing you have to work on, though. It's like, it's sometimes, sometimes you get feelings that you should listen to and sometimes mm. you get feelings you shouldn't listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's working out. It's working that out. It's an ongoing process and something sure. you need to get better at. Well, what would it take for you to improve that? process so you knew when to listen to you or am I uh, well I think next uh, next time not? I think I'm I'm just I'm just gonna remember I'm, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna remember the pain of the mistake yeah 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 experience is a great teacher yeah yeah, yeah. I mean I, I have a rule in hiring if it's not a hell yes then they're not hired you know yeah if there's any doubt between me or any of the other team members doing the hiring interviews uh, we don't have to be able to explain why it's just not a hire yeah, that's a good rule. Like and, and we may miss out on some good hires that way, but we avoid hiring disaster zones. So. Yeah, it, it is hard to tell with hiring. Like, it's, it's kind of hard to tell whether someone's going to work out. But, but in this case, I, I think, know looking I back at it, I did know. always knows. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you ever, have you ever kept a decision journal for that kind of thing where you wrote down, here was my first impression, here was the logic behind why I took the decision? Or? No, that's a good idea, though. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a way to tune up your okay. intuition. And you can look back six months later and see... Was that first impression right, or was it confused for whatever reason? Yeah, that's a great idea. I will do yeah. that. I've never yeah. done it. I thought I should do it because I know I change my mind a lot about stuff, and, and I kind of forget decisions oh, I made. And we all do. Yeah, you know, see, the first impressions are easy. They're just fleeting, and uh, yeah, you know, they say in the first few seconds. That's the Malcolm Bla- uh, Gladwell book, Blink. Blink. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he gives some example in there of uh, I think it was the Metropolitan Museum of Art, and they would spent two million dollars on some statue, and. All the experts said, logically, this is worth millions. And then someone else came in, and within two seconds, she was like, no, this is fake. Uh-huh. And then they dug into what, you know, she dug into why she said that, and they found out it was a fake, and they spent two, $2 million dollars on oh, a fake God. statue. Yeah. Even though the paperwork was real. Yeah. And, yeah. So it's uh, definitely worth looking at that instant reaction you get. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm going to try and prove that. I like the decision journal thing. I'm going to put that in my long list of notes to do after this conference. Oh yeah, long <laughs> list. Well, great. It's been wonderful talking with you, Dan. Got any closing thoughts on intuition and business and logic you want to? Um, just, uh, I guess just like um, keep, keep working on it. Um, don't be afraid to get into like the more spiritual, creative parts of the business. Like that's something mm. that I've really only th- been thinking about in the last kind of year or so. And I think mm-hmm. it's really changed me as a person and as an entrepreneur. So how's it changed you? I just think I'm a better person. I think I'm I'm um, much more empathetic towards other people. I think I'm much more mm-hmm. grateful because I'm actually practicing some of these things now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what to do when I'm stressed out. Like I meditate more. All these things like I never really used to do, never used to think about. Wow. And um, 
so if, if the person listening or reading is, is in that position, mm-hmm. then I guess that encourage them to explore some of those things. Yeah, no, those are all great things to do, help you get in touch with your creativity, with your intuition. Mm. So if folks want to find Create or Hate, where would they go to to locate it? Yeah, just uh, createorhate.com and uh, just on Amazon. Excellent. Well, thanks very much, Dan Norris. Cool. Thanks, Michael. Get strategies and show notes at intuitiveleadershipmastery.com. What would it take to see you here next time on the Intuitive Leadership Mastery Podcast?